0: is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I have Eric on the line with me. Hey, Eric, how are you doing this fine morning? Hey, it's a wonderful morning, Todd. It's a fantastic morning to talk about fatherhood indeed
1: was that, was that dramatic enough That 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 was
0: that, that, was, <laughs> that was nice i like that okay that was, that, was, that was good
1: that was completely improv there todd no no one told yeah. me to say that no, no producer was in my ear i said i'm going going off the cuff
0: yes yes there were certainly no discussions ahead of time about how uh father's day was around the corner and, and we should record a special episode for that this is very spontaneous on your end and i, <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm proud of you and all right way to take the initiative Good, good job, you, you filthy liar, you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all I was saying, there was no producer in my ear. That's truth. That is, that is the truth. But nothing. Uh, that,
0: that's fair. That's fair. Okay.
1: Well, yeah. since the the cat's out of the bag, Todd,
0: <laughs> you
1: you 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 start this up.
0: Sure. So, uh, like you said, we want to do about uh, fathers. I'm a father. Eric's a father. Um, we we both had a father, um, and and we'd we'd like to talk a little bit about all that this morning. So. Um, I don't know. Do we do we start with resumes in that, you know, I've got. Yeah, I, I, that sounds fine.
1: That, that sounds like <laughs> we're,
0: you know, we're introducing ourselves. Sure. So I've got I've got uh, my my eldest daughter uh, from my my first marriage. And um I guess we can probably say names. I don't, oh, I don't wow. think anyone's going to, you know. Just don't give social security
1: numbers and I think we'll be okay. Uh,
0: See, see, that's, that's what I have next on my imaginary show sheet is, is I've got all this data. No blood types. I I, I do such thorough prepping for this.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, so,
0: so Rebecca is my eldest. Um, She's in her early twenties and she actually, you know, has, has a family of her own Um, husband and a a little boy. Um, And then I've got the, uh, the girls, um, from uh from abby my marriage with abby and so we've got uh ella who is uh 19 and lily who is 17 and it is good times all around
1: yeah i i i imagine so you have the uh you have the three girls now i have um two wild boys well one wild boy one very very proper boy um, and, and also a daughter. So Hunter is 13. And um, he is uh, about as good as a child as you probably could ever get. he's uh, a little forgetful sometimes. But he is 13. Um, yeah. And Lainey is 9, going on 10. And she is also a wonderful, good child. Very artistic and very creative. And probably the most like me um, out of the three. And then we have Miles, who is... Three and who, he is regular, who,
0: who <laughs> much like
1: you makes regular Todd Cast appearances. That's that's it. I was gonna say he might even join us this morning. We don't know. Yeah, um, at knows. the moment, he he is um he is sleeping, uh, but he is um he is he he is the reason we will no longer have any other children because I don't think <laughs> we, we we can handle that. Um, but we love him. Uh, the same. So, I, uh, you know, I have the three, I so am. I've been a father for 13 years and you a little longer than that. So we, you know, we can, we can speak on fatherly things, but, um, certainly
0: that is and, our resume.
1: And, now, now you and I have a cross, uh, ref, like basically reference on a resume and that is, um, in regards to our father.
0: Indeed. Yes. And he, uh, father of four. So Dawn, our oldest sister um she's she's 4 years older than i am um and then there's me the the golden boy and you can't see me making air quotes around that but uh <laughs> that's fine you can, uh, you can be the golden boy i will always be the youngest so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you you're the favorite so
1: you know it, oh, yeah, it, it right. balances out <laughs> sure uh, <laughs> i'm the one that know. got away with the most stuff that that is for sure but that is because oh, you guys wore yeah. them down
0: to the to you know to the to the oh, tea yeah. so i'm i'm, I'm and then, the uh, I'm, I'm the i'm the one who forged the path of, absolutely of mischief and nonsense absolutely uh, and, and took all took all the the groundings so that you wouldn't have to eric that's, that's yeah. right that's um, and, and and wedge and before before we we you know we get rambling and, and and miss out on her uh crystal is our sister who who's yes kind of neatly in between the two of us so yes he he also had his hands full um, so, so and, oh, you know, yeah, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned miles might, might need to be the last cause you don't know if you can take it. And, and it's funny that you are the last one that they had and maybe they just couldn't <laughs> take it, Eric. I don't know. Uh, not, I, well,
1: I would, not I, trying I, to... I, no, I mean, I, you know, they don't, I don't get too many stories about me being a destructive youth. Um, but, um, I <laughs> that was my know, job. No, I was going to say you might be, I definitely was a destructive teenager. So that's, so I definitely know that I, I gave my, well, yeah, I was probably pretty bad even at Laney's age. Um, I was always rebellious. So that they had to deal with that. Um, but nonetheless, we're not talking about me. We're talking about maybe the involvement of me and you with, with our father. So um, man, this is, uh, so uh, we'll just lay it down now. If you haven't heard, or listen, or listen to a podcast or a reference before. Our father passed away, I believe, in 2000. He was 50 mm-hmm. and he died of a heart attack. So it was a bit of a shocker for all of us. Um, yes. I think I was maybe 16, 14. I, I was definitely a teenager. Um, he, he did get to uh, witness some big, big things in life. So it wasn't like he didn't have a full life. Living to 50 is definitely young, but, you know, also not a tragic, you know, 20-year-old passing away or anything like that so um so we do have a fair share of memories you know um you you probably had more uh in terms of an adult conversations with him than I did I but I also had lots of uh your typical child uh dad like bonding moments um because um dad liked sports um and I like sports and and I know his first his first son was not a sports guy
0: no no no
1: so I no. think where you guys have moments I had moments with with sports um you know and uh I was a uh, little league player and thankfully 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 my kids are not or at least so far Hunter wasn't <laughs> because I will tell you right now the dedication to take your kid to baseball practice several times a week or sit through little league games um was pretty pretty uh time consuming and I know as a father, I definitely didn't want to do it. So the fact that he did it for years upon <laughs> years and he was, I mean, he was the only one, you know, mom didn't drive. So, um, I, they both would come to the games and stuff, but I remember dad would take me to, um, you know, m- several fields and then he'd go work on his, uh, he'd go work on his, um, station wagon, which, uh, had like some rust or something. So he, he'd go in the parking lot and he'd, he'd, uh, you know, start, um, primer in or whatever and i just remember that as a vivid memory like you'd be like all right you do your thing and i'm gonna go over here and do what i need to do for this and and I, I always thought that was kind of funny and so forth but um this
0: so so this is new information so so let me get to this to this straight he would he would he would the two of you would hop in this in in the station wagon in the family uh-huh. car he uh-huh. would he would he would drive you out to to wherever you had your sports ball practice
1: absolutely would yep, like, okay, kind of in the country
0: go, yeah go 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 have your fun uh-huh. And then he would go out into the parking lot and do, do repairs, like do, 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 kind of, do kind body, of. Like was, body work.
1: Yeah. a little on, bit. Yeah. On. Yeah. I, re- I mean, now, granted this might uh, only happen a couple times, but in my mind it happened every time, you know how that works. It's like you said, right. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, there was like, uh, you know, cause, um, uh, he had a station wagon and he had to have a station wagon. Um, I don't oh, know yeah. if he just didn't want a van. Or station wagon was easier. I don't know the re- I don't know the reasoning for that, but we had to have station wagons because he was a drummer, and right. he had you know, and it wasn't you have to have enough room to have kids and drums, um, yeah. Because many of times you know we would have to go or we would go to some of his gigs, and by gigs at this point in time in his career he was playing in a uh, church band, so church bands get booked at churches, so. If you've ever Funny how that works previ- out. Yeah, if you've ever listened to a previous episode, um, you realize that we went to church how many times a week? You know, maybe three, four. And now we would go to other people's churches that he got booked to play for their services or whatever, uh, right. you know, even more. So that is just the life of a Hersey child during the 90s. Um, oh, yeah.
0: It was, it was you know, three, three to seven times a week you, you were in some place of worship.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that's, the ones where he got to play were the ones where he got to play music wasn't too bad. Um, but that was probably from yeah. like I think he was in he was in a group. He was in a musical group called Sila, And I don't remember mm-hmm. what the heck it meant, but there was some reference to music in the Bible. And that was the name.
0: Yes. And it was a Martins yes. Ferry
1: band. And uh, one of the guys was a pastor and he would, you know, obviously have the band play there frequently. Um, but the, the station wagon was necessary. So he bought a station. And I think at the time, the station wagons were kind of falling out of style you
0: know? Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah.
1: So he would find one, but it was kind of, you know, some of them would be rusty or whatever. And that would be the whole thing where he'd go out there and, uh, scrape off the rust or whatever and primer it and, you know, get it all ready. And uh, to, to be honest, I 100% do the exact same thing he does, but mine, <laughs> I mean, listen, so I would take the kids to basketball practice and I would just go in the other room with computer and I'd start working on my on, on websites. So like, right. it is, it's like, yeah, and, you know, and I was very focused during the games, uh, like I'd watch the games intently. But practice is practice, and I know it's necessary, but I'm not going to watch it as thoroughly. And That's fair. Um, That's fair. And he, on the other hand, wouldn't just go to the games. He would take his uh, camcorder, the one that sits oh, on yeah. your shoulder, or tripod, and he'd tape it oh, on, yeah. man. He he'd tape every single at bat. And and, uh, you know, and you you got the luxury of going through some of those a couple years ago
0: uh, oh, yeah. to
1: see to see many of my strikeouts and or uh, getting beaned, man, I got hit by the ball so often. It was just like I, I just must not have cared. I mean, it, it was, you know, it honestly paved the way for my pro wrestling uh, because I would just stand there and not care and get hit with this ball, and it wasn't like I wanted to. It's just a matter of like I must not have cared enough to move. But
0: well, it's a free base, right? That's in that, it. Isn't that how the rules that's work? It's free absolutely base. It. Absolutely. You get it, you you, you you don't have to actually you know swing or have skill or anything. Just you know be be present, be a target in free base. Yeah, uh, that's you know, true. I, I, I mean, that's an interesting tactic, um, <laughs> you know, but hey, if it works, he got it on, you rock on.
1: That's right. He got it on film every time, so it was good. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so, and he it did was... capture – yeah, yeah. He did capture one time. Um, I did get Gatoraded at, at the uh, mound. I don't remember why. I must have got hit. I probably got beamed and got the got the, the winning run come in because or whatever, but uh, I remember that. And uh, so, it was good times, you know, I – don't necessarily love little league or baseball for that matter to this day, but there are some very fond memories. Um, and luckily we have some video recordings of such uh, mm. to, you know, to look back on. And I, you know, that was somewhat, you know, and I will tell you, this is a little side, side note. Um, obviously since that was a, just me and him scenario, like nobody else went to the baseball practices, I wouldn't doubt that that was a lot when I got some of my musical taste because that was probably 15 20 minutes in a car with his oh, yeah. radio so oh, yeah. I you know so I do appreciate a lot of those members even though I can't say I remember having specific conversations um, about whatever was in the car I do remember those so um, that is that'll probably be enough of sports ball talk for you for for me at least so <laughs> we will transition to maybe something that you shared
0: I mean I I. I... It's 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 uh, it's weird, and in, it's in that, and I mean that in the best of possible ways. Um, in that you you've got you know a lot of memories of, of you and dad you know doing stuff like that. Because um, yeah, I don't I don't have as much of that as a young and growing up. I mean you know dad dad was you know he was always there, he was always caring, loving, took good care of us. Um, you know I can't remember us ever being at odds. I think there were maybe two instances where, you know, we, we like, you know, fought, you know, argued, whatever. Yeah. Um, and those were, you know, during my asshole teen years and I, I fully blame myself for that. Uh, you know, sure. I, 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 I was a you know, the, the embodiment of a test of patience. Um, and you know, you, you hit a certain <laughs> point and that's going to break and you know, that, that, that's fair. I, I hold no ill will, uh, there, but you know, for, for a lot of for a lot of my youth um you know dad you know he, he 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 worked uh you know a lot and you know between you know me screwing around with this or that or just not having a whole lot of you know common interests like we we didn't like hang out a whole lot i guess you know you, you mentioned the sports ball stuff and you're right i i was just flat out not interested it, it, you know as a participant or as a viewer cuz you know d- dad watched Steeler games every sunday yeah. you know, no i watched, watched yeah like i watched the games
1: with them yeah
0: and 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 there were points where you know i you know in, in the the early years i'd be like oh what is this let's see what's going on here like oh this is boring i'm going to go you know play with my star wars figures or color a coloring page or you know run around like a spaz or something you know just like i yeah. was just wasn't into it um you know and like so we didn't like play catch or any of that stuff and it's, it's it's not that you know I don't think he would have wanted to it's I didn't want to so you know it's just not a not a thing that we did uh, you know my you know but I remember it was it was it, it, it was an accumulation of, of little things that that you know paint paint the best pictures you know from from my youth with dad uh, you know I remember when I was very 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 little and just frankly from a time where i have very few memories um you know i would have been like you know three or four ish uh you know when back in a time when uh mom was working i think she was you know working at a restaurant waitress server uh something like that um and it was just me me dad and dawn uh you know he would hang out at home with us for that and you know i remember him you know telling stories and we we had like a chalkboard he'd, he'd draw goofy pictures on and stuff um you know and and one of the one of the most magical lasting memories i've got uh, of dad from that era is i had gotten a, a play-doh set um back in the day when the only kind of play-doh they had were blue yellow red and white like they didn't have all the other colors, like they had the, the basic four. and That's all you got, and it, it was, of course, a Star Wars set. You know, had little little molds you could make Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and all that stuff. And I just remember him. Uh, you know, he was he was you know in the next room listening to music as, as he did because every house we we ever had growing up, you know, the first floor consisted of you know the kitchen. There was a dining room. There was a living room, and then there was like an extra room. Um, and that was always dad's music room and he'd have, you know, his, his stereo set up and his, you know, vast, uh, collection of records, um, uh, more, more often than not, he would have his drum set up there in case he wanted to practice. And he always had a rocking chair and a, uh, an ashtray that was like on a little pedestal. So like it was a freestanding, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, 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 you know, sitting, sitting in, in your rocking chair, it was there at, you know, wrist height. Um, yep. you know, and he would just, he would sit and, you know, put on an album and just sit in his chair and rock and, you know, just sort of rock out. Um, he was doing that and I was up and I was in the living room, you know, playing, play with Play-Doh and he like popped in to check on me at one point and he's like, you know, how's it going? I'm like, Oh, it's good. And I made some passing reference to wishing that I had, you know, different colors of Play-Doh. I, I wish I had some green and he's like. You sit here and play. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in the room and smoke you up some green. I'm like, okay, and I'm gonna go back to doing what I'm doing. And you know, unbeknownst to me, you know, he had he had you know taken a pinch of, of blue and yellow play doh, you know, and kind of palmed them, and I didn't see this, whatever. And he goes off in the other room and he's listening to his music, and I'm playing with play doh. And you know, a few minutes pass, and he walks in, and he hands me this little ball of green play doh, and I just remember thinking, my dad is magical
1: <laughs> that's because uh, he, he has he has created
0: green play-doh you the know first wizard yeah. you've ever met <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty much because you know as an adult i know okay sure. I, I see what he did there but as a youngin, i'm like this is a, he just made a thing that did not exist this is fantastic yeah. you know yeah. little stuff like that oh I, I got know. my yeah. uh when i got my first bike um you know because i guess you know for those those who those who might not have have again heard previously on the podcast we were not rich folk we we were we were definitely on the poor side of things growing up um you know times were tough and um my first bike was a hand-me-down bike from one of our neighbors out in the country and it was like it was like a girl's bike which just whatever it didn't have the one bar like uh, it didn't bother me i didn't care i had a bike um, it was also pink, which again, there's as an adult, there's nothing wrong with that when you're, you know, uh, what would have been like six or seven year old boy in, yeah. you know, the early eighties Yeah. that, that, w- that was maybe not as, uh, acceptable <laughs> for sure. me or others, you know, at the time. Um, but dad, you know, he, he, you know, he, he, he got it and he, he broke out the spray paint and, and spray painted it black. um, and I remember the, uh, the chain guard on it, he, he you know, popped, popped it off. Because, like, I just know, oh, hey, A, I got a bike. That's awesome. B, dad's going to make it not paint. It's cool. And, you know, the patience thing of waiting for it to him to do his thing so I can actually do the darn thing and ride was driving me nuts. Um, but eventually when he was, you know, he was all done, he got it all put back together. He had taken the chain guard and painted, you know, on it with, like, some enamel paints he had from, from when he did models. Um, my name... And then this like flame pattern that was coming, you know, coming off of the the chain thing. Yeah. It was really, really well done. And it was fantastic. Um, you know, he he did the little things to try and make keep us happy. Um, and, you know, it, it's little stuff like that, that, you know, from my from my youth that 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 give me, you know, a lot of warm warm memories of dad absolutely i think i actually remember that bike i think it sat in the basement
1: forever at one of our old houses um but i could be misremembering there definitely was a bike it was black and i believe there was orange on something yeah. so was the the flames yeah. in orange yeah yeah <laughs> yep, yeah, that was right, it yeah. yeah Yep. Yep. all right well there we go well hey let's uh see if we can conjure up anything else in the basement uh when we come back from this break all right and we are back um After hearing me sell something to you. Um, So we were kind of discussing some of the little things. And I think that is uh, probably what makes um, we take for granted. But every day I try to do something. I don't try. I naturally or just know consciously when my kids are asking for little things, you know, um, that is that, you know. So I will tell you, this is a hybrid story that just happened uh, May May 25th, I believe. So um, obviously um, anybody that knows me, you know, d- dad and I shared a, um, we both liked the Steelers and we liked, uh, you know, football and, and so forth. So I remember watching that on Sundays and uh, it was routine and that's kind of how I got into football in the first place. Um, but dad did not at any point in time ever like wrestling, but he found out that, that I liked wrestling. And um, I remember it was 1994. And it was the summer and, um, wrestling came to Wheeling and that was the first time ever. And like you mentioned earlier, we were not, um, any type of financial, um, situation where we could just throw around money for stuff. Um, right. but he, you know, at this time I was like really interesting. I was probably into it for maybe a year or so, but that was my thing. And he managed to get us floor seats, which I imagine was oh, geez. pricier than, than, you know, but he managed to get us floor seats and we were kind of like in the back of the, you know, the, the floor. Uh, but man, that was um, pretty awesome memory to say the least of him going and uh, you know, surprising me with tickets. And he and I went to the wrestling show <clears throat> and he, um, I think this might've been one of the first times he's actually ever watched wrestling, at least modern wrestling. Right. So like, right. So he's going there and uh, he fell in love or he liked the undertaker uh, which is a wrestler that is <laughs> dead, a dead man, pretty much, right? Um, right. But he, he especially liked the, uh, the manager of The Undertaker, who is known as Paul Bear. <laughs> so this is probably the first you've ever heard of Paul Bear.
0: No, no, uh, this is new.
1: Yeah, so Paul Bear has this real like high voice, screechy voice, and he'd have like these catchphrases, um, which, of course, Dad would take a, um, a point to do. So, uh, Todd, whenever you have time, just go ahead and um, YouTube Paul Bear and any of his speeches. Just imagine dad doing that to a T because that was he absolutely like that was his favorite. He picked the Undertaker out of the group and I liked uh, Bret Hart (laughs) and Tatanka, the Native American Tatanka. So those were mine, but he was like the Undertaker. Um, And he ended up taking us to wrestling the following year. And we got a seat right next to the like the cameraman, like on the second level that gets like all the wide shots. Okay. um, which was, which was pretty cool. Um, and, uh, we bought a pog set, a pog set. And, uh, (laughs) I think we got an undertaker slammer and, uh, you know, I believe I tried to give that to him and I don't know if he took it or not, but I do remember that was, um, so to tie this back to may 25th, um, uh, the kids and I actually ordered a wrestling pay-per-view and, um, I don't sit down much. Like if anything, I'm moving all the time. Like I've been pacing back and forth anyway, but I don't sit down and watch TV much with the kids. It has to be like appointment television, meaning we're going to schedule it or like, let's watch a movie. This is movie night or what have you. But I did prep up. I was like, we're going to get a wrestling pay-per-view and we're just going to have a wrestling party. Um, and I managed to get the entire household, um, into the room And it felt like one of those nice father, like kids moments. Uh, Miles got up on, uh, got up on the chair, which I call the top rope. And he was jumping off like crazy after seeing the wrestlers do it. Um, Laney was all about it. Like I, Laney might've been more into it than, than even Hunter, but Hunter really liked it too. (laughs) But I thought it was, it was, you know, the little things like that where dad didn't necessarily care about wrestling, but he got there and he would support me um, for all that. And you know, and so it was one of those things I'm like, these kids are probably going to remember the first time we got a wrestling pay-per-view and sat around just like I remembered, you know, the first time, you know, I went to a wrestling event with dad or vice versa. Um, so I think those are the little things, you know, like you're saying, him painting your bike black. I think those are the little things as a parent that we don't necessarily mean anything because or think of anything because it's so easy for us. But right. in a kid's mind, it uh, it means the world. You know, the fact oh, that yeah. you had your name on that bike, you know, was probably a big deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, I'll tell you one last thing that was funny about wrestling is uh, so we started wrestling in the backyard. And this was when dad was still alive, like his, his you know, 1999. So right. um, so he firstly, I used to I used to, I was getting my rebellious stage and I stole his camera. And that's how we started taping it in the first place. Right. Well, the camera was kind of going on 10 years old. So it started to kind of have goofy mess ups like it just started breaking or whatever. Right. Um, And um, I'm not sure if this was an excuse or or um, or whatnot to um, get his own camera. But he ended up, you know, partially he he ended up we ended up buying a camera. We rented one at first. I think we rented for a weekend and then we ended up getting a brand new camera. And and that was like huge for us because when the camera broke, we couldn't wrestle because you don't wrestle in front of nothing, you know, Um, and this wasn't in the way of cell phones. You couldn't, you know, so I remember that. But not only that, in our backyard, um, they let us wrestle, but we would be using the top rope as our picnic table. And we'd have these guys, 200 pound guys jumping off this picnic table. It was kind of getting rackety and stuff. And he's like, all right, stop. We'll go ahead and find something else. So he went to, which would probably be of Lowe's, and bought all types of wood and the materials. And he made us what we called the launching pad, which was an (laughs) elevated, which was an elevated, like, uh, it was just like a plank. It would be like almost, so it had stairs on the one end and it was probably up to, you know, maybe, you know, I guess it was probably about four foot tall, you know, and it was made so that way we can jump off and it was specifically made as like a table with chairs or a table with like a small ladder, almost like a step stool for us just for our wrestling show. And I thought that was the damn coolest thing. Um, Oh, yeah. You know, so that was like a bike notion, you know, and he and he spray painted it or he painted it black for us so it matched all the other stuff. And, you know, I got countless videos of us jumping off that damn launching pad. Um, and that was all <laughs> him. Like he he allowed us to do that stupid stuff. And I think that's, uh, you know, that, you know, I, I'm not going to speak for him, but I imagine um you know, we weren't necessarily like hitting each other with light bulbs in front of him. So I don't think he realized that that was a thing, (laughs) but, but I imagine that would, that, you know, he realized that wrestling was, um, to me, like his, his drums and music was to him. And I mean that's one thing I take as a kid, or, you know, when I look at my kids, I said, this is important to them. Like, I don't understand Fortnite much. Um, but it's important to Hunter that he plays Fortnite. So I give him that like freedom and or respect when he talks about it so passionately, because, the fact is, you just have to be happy that somebody's passionate about something, you know.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, same same here. Like, I I do not understand the draw of TikTok by a long shot. Uh, <laughs> I've I've looked at them, and you know, every time I scroll through for longer than a second and a half, I, I can feel my IQ drop. But you know, Lily is all about it, and and Ella's got one, and they're 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 big fans into it. And it's like, you know, it's not it's not it's not causing any damage and you're into it so you know i have at it enjoy uh you know and they'll they'll talk about it and i imagine my eyes glaze over to a certain degree but you know i i i try to try to be supportive on that that end so absolutely you 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 do what you can so yeah i mean (laughs)
1: Just, you know, letting, letting them do it alone is, is just letting them do it, you know, without any type yeah. of restrictions or at least telling them, yeah. you know, all right, do your thing is, is
0: sometimes enough encouragement. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I've, I've also got experience on the other end of it of, you know, oh, this perfectly, you know, innocuous thing that you, you just don't understand, um, <laughs> but but isn't causing anybody any harm and you take great pleasure in, you're not allowed to do that. Looking at you, D and D. So you know, I can I can I can kind of have a try to have a balanced perspective on that, you know. But uh, you know, as as anyone who's you know again listened to us in in it for any length, especially if you've heard the you know the music ranked episodes, uh, you know, Dad. I think I think probably one of the biggest parts where Dad was an influence was sort of musically, for the both of us. Um, Absolutely you know like 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 you said he he was a drummer he's he he's been been he'd been playing rock drums since his early 20s maybe his late teens i i I, I don't know that i could put a put a finger on exactly when when he started but you know he he saved up his money and bought a drum set and as far as i'm aware that's the drum set he had you know his whole life um what, what was, what, it was psychedelic blue or electric blue or something. That, that psychedel- psychedelic, red. Yeah, psychedelic, psychedelic red. Yes, psychedelic red.
1: Yeah, it was a Ludwig double bass
0: psychedelic red.
1: I am fortunate enough to have those uh, yeah. to this day um, and have them. Have, I did have them set up several times through the through the years. Um, I cannot play. I think I did buy a couple learn how to play drums I uh, get <laughs> like DVDs. Uh, So this is prior to the streaming. Um, Right. But that was his passion. And that is essentially we also on his tombstone or uh, he actually has a a drum set etched in next to his name. So, I mean, that is 100 percent his passion. And uh, he was born in 1950. So in his youth, most influential years, uh, there was Mm -hmm. a little thing called the Beatles. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And or, you know, (laughs) basically the best music of all time coming out. So Pretty much. take that for what you will. It makes sense. Um, it's, you know, I don't think he was unique in, in, in time where, like, I think there was a lot of people that got into music and or played instruments based in that duration, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, there are some pictures that I believe at one point in time he was in a band called Hearse and the Undertakers which yep. makes sense um, because yep. his, you know, nickname would have been Hearst or could have been Hearst, whatever. Um, so I think oh, yeah. there were pictures there and I don't know if it was a different drum set or not. And that's what I'm trying to think. I think it was, I think it was like a black and it was a very basic one. So yeah, I, psych, the psychedelic reds probably came after, you know, that he didn't buy that directly probably when he was, you know, straight out of high school or in high school or whatever, but I, I, I mean, that's
0: the, just assumptions. Yeah, those. I mean, those are the drums that I grew up with. Like every time Absolutely. Dad was at a set of drums, it, th- those were them. Like my my earliest memories mm-hmm. from from you know living back on the island, that was the set that was set up. And you know, he'd occasionally sit me on his lap and hand me the sticks and and let me you know go to town. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. Which was yeah. which was which was you know good stuff. And yeah, Hearst Hur- and the Undertaker. Uh, sadly, I don't remember. The name of most of the bands he was in, because oh, he, no. you know, he, 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 <laughs> he, he did, he did, you know, the, the, it did shift over time. I remember for for the longest time in my youth, um, he was in a band, and and mostly they they, you know, it was they played covers, you know, they got gigs sure. at you know bars, well, how, and yeah, picnics and and whatnot, um, and it was it you know they, they played, um, you know classic rock. I mean, at, at that time, I don't think it was really called classic rock. It was still kind of, you know, current <laughs> at the yeah. time. And you know, living as we did in the Ohio Valley, there was, there was a fair bit of country uh, involved, which you know, Dad didn't generally listen to country. Um, I don't think he had my aversion to country. Uh, I think he 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 you know he he didn't have a bunch of country records, but he 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 could deal with it. And I, I remember one time he's like yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of country, but you know, playing drums for country is just stupid easy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which I thought yeah. was funny. Um, no, that's the truth. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, 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 pretty, pretty straightforward beats for the most part. Um, and again, I, I guess it's, it's, you know, where, where we lived in the Ohio Valley there, I'm not going to say there was a major, you know, polka scene, but you oh, know, he did not some, like polka. <laughs> so, well, no, well, and he did and, and and, that, and I say that because, you know, where he'd say, you know, at country, yeah, the beats are pretty simple, it's easy to play. He's like, Polka is just, you, you could set up a machine to, to do, that. it's like, boom, tz, boom, tz, boom, tz, like, whatever. That's it. Um, yeah and, and, you know, he'd do these gigs, and, you know, I guess due to, you know, the, the ancestry of the area, you know, Polka came up occasionally. <laughs> and, you know, somebody would ask him to, to, to you know ask the band to play a polka and be like oh god okay sure you know kind of <laughs> thing sure yeah. um and i remember every single because we didn't go to many of his gigs because again at that point that no, was before yeah. that was before he was in the christian band you know this is you know classic rock country um you know he was he was playing you know dive bars and mm-hmm. that you, you don't take your children to those at least you probably shouldn't and he had the good good sense not to um but every time we did get to go to a place that that he was playing, you know, it was some place that was you know acceptable for young people. Uh, I used to drive him absolutely crazy because in between songs, I would always scream "Wipeout." Uh, you know, oh, if you're yeah. familiar with the song yeah. "Wipeout," it is, it, you know, it's it's mainly a drum solo, and that shit will tire you out as a drummer. And he <laughs> used to give me the meanest glares because you know, <laughs> yeah. That's you, true. you got you, you got this six-year-old kid going wife out wife out and the rest of the band's like oh that's adorable bill come on you, let's do wife out and he you, you just you know, that look in his face like, i'm get you kid <laughs> that's uh, it. sort of a thing which is uh good good times apparently i've always stirred shit <laughs> uh, I, well you know i'm he, sure you're not yeah <laughs> And he, you know, he, he, he put up with it, uh, you know, very well. Um, so yeah, g-
1: good, patience <laughs> to be able to yeah. handle four children, uh, two girls at that matter. And then, uh, two rebellious boys. Uh, he got yeah. to see you, uh, now I, unfortunately, well, fortunately or unfortunately, I got more rebellious, um, after his passing. So he didn't get yeah. to see the best, uh, like, I don't think I was never in a uh, verbal altercation with uh, dad, which is great in a sense, you know, like there's no yeah. negative memories of me yelling at him or him yelling at me. Um, I do think that I did tinker with some of his stuff. So he's probably, you know, like I said, I stole his camcorder to take, uh, and record wrestling. And I think I also took some of his CDs to use as entrance music. Um, so I mean like there's, <laughs> there's definitely like points where I was getting super rebellious and stuff, but, um. Nothing to the point where he wasn't very supportive, uh, you know, and to this day, I think he would be, um, pretty proud of our musical, uh, choices, Todd. I think oh, yeah. when we do our music ranked every single time we talk, I mean, it's very, very few and far between. We don't mention at least at some point in time, uh, we heard this from dad first or this or that, you know, um, which, you know, that's, that's kind of how it works. You know, you, you yeah. get influenced by music. So, um, And I mean, there's probably countless, countless other memories, uh, little things. I mean, while we're talking, I'm just thinking of like, I remember one time we would, um, you know, number one, we talked about Billy, Billy burgers uh, in previous episodes, and that has now become a thing in the household where Lainey is like, all right, Billy burger. So that's, that's pretty cool that we (laughs) now have the little things, you know, to honor Um, not to mention like our love of technology, or at least, at least I can speak for mine. Like I learned how to uh, dub you know, VCR, you know, together and I, <laughs> right. you know, I used all of his equipment, uh, you know, and figured out how to make highlight videos, um, you know, and put music in the background of like our videos and stuff like that by plugging it into a CD player and, and all types of stuff. So, um, there's a, there was a lot, you know, to digest. I don't know, um, how much more, you know, we can, Yeah, I mean, I mean we, I mean, we can make it probably a five hour podcast, but I don't know if that's the, the best for everyone.
0: if you ask you know who 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 bill hersey was i I think i think anyone who knew him is probably going to answer with you know he was he was a drummer because that that's where his passion was that's 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 what he loved to do uh i mean that wasn't necessarily his profession that's not necessarily what what paid the bills um but that's that's what he did you know a lot of people like what do you you know somebody says hey todd what do you what do you do you know there's a, there's a certain in- instinct for me to go oh I'm middle management of a software company you know and that that's yeah. what I do. that's not what I am. you know what yeah. I mean and, and and dad was a drummer. I mean he also was you know an, an elect- electronics engineer. Uh, you know he, he started off you know working on communications gear for the coal mines before they they dried out um, you know in the area which frankly relates to why we were not doing so you know well fiscally, In our youth, you know, his main source of income, you know, went away and he, you know, had ties to the area and wanted to stick around and given the option of, you know, moving hours and hours away from, you know, his family and stuff, he decided to, you know, stick around and, you know, figure something else out, you know, which he then, you know, pursued, you know, for the most part, I think, you know, most of the time that I remember uh you know he was a he was a TV and VCR repairman which yeah you that know, was my whole life when i was much. when i was very little was a thing that didn't exist cuz VCRs weren't really a thing uh you know and nowadays I, I i think you'd probably be hard pressed to find someone who actually fixes TVs and VCRs cuz <laughs> you know one yeah a hey, VCRs no longer exist and TVs people are like oh this one's done i'm just going to go buy a new one uh you know
1: well, and, yeah i got to witness that kind of evolution of even towards the end um him basically not being able to find jobs doing that even. Mm -hmm. So by 2000, DVDs have come out, and it was to the point where he had to move on. And he was uh, he worked down at a place where mom and I ended up working down at Teletech. And uh, ultimately, that's where he ended up passing away, and I worked there later. So I talked to many, many of people that worked with him, and damn, you're not going to get too many people saying negative stuff uh, like you just didn't. Now, granted, I'm also his son, so I don't think they're going to say, yeah, I didn't
0: like him or whatever. But I don't think he— that's, was, that's the thing about dad. Like, I mean, a lot of people, you know, posthumously will think, you know, like they might not have had the great thing going on with their, with their, with their fathers. But, you know, now that he's passed, it, you know, they got nothing but nice things to say. I, I don't think that's the case here. Like, and again, you you talk to anybody who, who knew dad and remembered dad, who, you know, did right by people and, and treated people nice. And he, he was, you know, he was funny and pleasant and a little goofy at times. And, you know, that. If I can aspire to that, then I win life, you know? Yeah, like, uh, that, that's it. <laughs> I think there'll be a lot.
1: I don't think people will be so kind to me because <laughs> I can be a little bit more vicious. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of those little, ta- you know, like I was, you know, as we talk, I was like, all right, he, he did an awesome Bullwinkle impression. And he, all, oh, yeah. he he gave us all ridiculous nicknames. And uh, oh, like there was just warm, like he, he was, it was definitely fun. And, uh, you know, later in, later in the years, I remember he, they always had board game nights and I know that's, uh, he'd invite, you know, friends over from mom's work anywhere, church or whatever. Um, and he was always well-revered and liked by pretty much the congregation. Everybody was always happy and and he was super friendly. And, and, um, you did a great thing and uploaded tons of our VHS tapes to the internet for the family to view. And I did get to witness the birthday, uh, his 50th birthday, which was, Mm -hmm. Oh, 10 months before he passed away. So that would have been probably one of the latest things. So you could actually see him in his true form. And he was so grateful and so pleasant. And, uh, you know, he even did a little dance when they were all chanting dance. Like, and he's not, (laughs) not, and dad was not a, um, he was not a uh, like showboat. Like he didn't like that kind of life.
0: No, no. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, The, 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 you, you, made reference to the camcorder and the camcorder was a fixture of our life from I don't know, like the, the earlier mid nineties, like th- there was not an event that there was not the oh, yeah. present, and he was the cameraman. Like he was, he was oh, always yeah. a, he was always a technology guy. Like he, he yes. you know, he fixed the TVs and VCRs. He, he had, he had that, like, I remember, you know, he was, he was making websites, uh, you know, hand coding HTML, uh, for it. Like he was always on the, the forefront of that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, he was, he was always, he was always the camera man. So you, you know, I went through all those videos, um, and there's a whole lot of you and me and, and Crystal and Dawn and mom and all that stuff. But you you don't really get to see dad very often because he's always on the other side of the camera and yeah, you know, there's rare yeah, <laughs> those rare instances where, you know, Oh, it's Christmas and Oh, it's his turn to open a thing. So you get to see him, you know, those, those are kind of like special, special treats. Um, yeah. I was just going to say two things that we, we couldn't have an episode uh, talking
1: about if we didn't talk about cherry Coke or bonsai trees. That was, that was no, just my, my little I was, inflection.
0: I, there. I was, go- <laughs> I was, I was actually going to segue in, in, into, into the bonsai. Uh, Cause yeah. In, in, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know when or how that started. Cause that, that sort of, that sort of kicked in when I was either at college or off in the Navy, but yeah, dad, dad, discovered bonsai trees and he he went full tilt uh <laughs> with those um, uh, he sure did and yeah and and i remember you know he he you know he he'd get them and grow them and you know shape them and trim them and do do, do the bonsai thing um and he he would make little uh little like displays because he oh yeah he, he also, he also enjoyed, uh, like model trains, like HO scale trains. And I remember. Oh, yeah, he, he yeah, made yeah. The, He made an awesome train layout that was like the base of the, the Christmas tree that was always, you know, awesome. Oh, um, oh, yes. And he, he, he had a thing going where he'd like take like a bonsai pot and do it up like, you know, and put a little piece of track in one of the trains on it. And there was also a bonsai tree with it. And, and uh, there was, it, it, like I said, I, I remember him making a website for all of those, which sadly is, you know, no longer anywhere on the internet, even in the, the archives and stuff. Of course, I've looked, you know, but yeah, yeah I me remember too. he, he, he <laughs> they, they were all over the, the, all over the house and the basement and, and all over the place. Do you know yeah. how the bonsai thing started? Oh, I was definitely part of
1: it. Um, so... It was definitely in, uh, you were probably in Florida Navy, late Navy. Uh, so this would have been probably like 99, 2000, because I helped dad, he learned that you can make a website because I learned how to make a website for my wrestling. So, t- you know, basically we kind of went hand in hand. I was showing him my wrestling website and he's like, Oh, well, I'm interested. You know, so he set up, um, his and, you know, he went off, you know, I have, um, the poster flyer that he made. That for his Mr. Bill's bone size specialties, um, I actually nice. have the yes. the one, and, and this was cut together almost like you would make a school um, a school yearbook, like real pictures cut with with actual photos or like uh, fonts taped and stuff, and then you would scan. Oh, yeah. So, like, he made it so that way he can hand out or, you know, for that very right. niche bonsai bonsai uh, specialty in, in the, the valley because that was going to be hopping. Um, but I definitely witnessed all of it, that. He built a little room in the basement of our house where he had, like, lights and could, you know, keep them, you know, the right, you know, whatever, <laughs> t- you know, lighting all year round. I don't know. Right. Um. But I don't know what sparked it. I really have no clue what kind of sparked his interest in it. Um, that's very interesting. I don't know if mom or crystal would have any type of like, oh yeah, he watched a, a special on TV or just came out of the blue, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, but maybe it was when we moved, he, he started gardening, you know, cause I do remember there were some aspects where, you know, planting plants and stuff. And I don't think he had an issue with that. Um, not my cup of tea, nothing I've ever done, but, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was definitely a big deal. And when he passed away, we had a tribute show. Uh, for our wrestling, called um, what was it, Mr. Bill's Bones Eye Blast, I think, um, and uh, that was one of my favorite events uh, that we did. And as silly as it sounds, you know, <laughs> you know, I guess even you know, when I die, if so, if a backyard wrestling federation wants to honor me with a tribute show, then you know, I'd be honored. So, um, oh yeah, so uh, you know, I might have to dust off that uh, tape and watch it back and see what the hell we did. But uh, I know we. We we gave Dad's finisher was called the cherry coke bomb, which uh, you know if he was a wrestler that's what we'd always say oh. like when we'd jump or like if we'd hit the fence or break something we say you better watch out because <laughs> Bill's gonna come down here and cherry coke bomb your ass. So <laughs> it was uh, it would be fun to listen to some of that commentary um, uh, and and kind of relive some of the the path there. But he was well 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 respected by all my friends and my friends were we were all punk sixteen year olds like they. His funeral had uh, just a shit ton of kids from that, you know, I went to school with. And we were all crying our goddamn eyes out. And we were all, because it was, uh, you know, number one, it was a shocker. uh, But we all respected the hell out of him because he was so nice and kind um, to a bunch of 16 year olds that, you know, I guess we could have been doing drugs and alcohol and stuff instead. We were just jumping off to his homemade launch pad and and making up, you know. And he, he he was helping us, you know, record videos. I remember one episode or one, um, one year was 1999. Might have been 2000. Either way, we had two camcorders. And he was like we were we were really excited about doing double features and we didn't have a second cameraman. So dad sat out there and he recorded for three hours for us as our second cameraman. <laughs> Jeez, you know, we had yeah. So I mean we I have footage of him, you know, following us up an alley. We were, you know, they were fighting in the alley because then he and here's this here's this fifty-year-old man, redhead man with suspenders, following these two teenagers who are dressed up like in hero costumes, beating each other, you know, up and he's I'm sure the neighbors, you know, and I hope that I am like that. I hope the kids, um, the, the kids, friends and stuff realize that like, all right, this guy's a giant kid himself, which, you know, in a sense, maybe that's, um, you know, a good attribute for all us, uh, us dads to have.
0: Oh yeah. No, Ab- absolutely. Now yeah, that's, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, the cherry Coke, that, that was another constant, constant feature, um, I guess I guess I guess that's kind of similar, you know. I guess along a similar vein, some stuff that, that I inherited, you know. Whereas I'm, you, you'll never see me without a Mountain Dew in my hand. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dad, Dad, and a can of Cherry Coke were never never very far from each other. Um, prior to, back when they back when they still bottled things in glass bottles. Uh, most most of my youth, it was RC Cola. Absolutely, like we, yeah, I remember. That. We 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 would we would power through RC Cola like there would never be a glass bottle of RC Cola not within arm's grasp. Um, I remember, you know, cause you, you used to collect the bottles and take them back to the store for, you know, the refund or whatever. And just, just every time you'd go to the grocery, it was, you know, a 15 minute excursion to empty all the bottles into the thing <laughs> before yeah, you could sure. go shopping. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and then once they stopped doing that, moved to cans, I, I guess he just didn't care for the, the taste of RC in a can and switched over to cherry Coke. And yeah, that, that, that is true. That's, that's pretty much how that went.
1: Yep. And uh, we remember uh, there was a a store called Farmore. So I don't know if you were you were, um, you know. Yeah. So uh, Farmore was um, where we would go and he would load up, load up on uh, Cherry Cokes (laughs) like um, we would that because he would go through. I think he would do at least a case. So he'd probably drink a 12 pack um, of Cherry Coke. Um, at least a day while at work. Cause I think he would take a whole 12 back there. Like it was, uh, no joke yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, yeah. so that, uh, that, those were some fond memories of, uh, you know, and that was, um, I think on the regular, we'd probably go to Farmore every Saturday and he'd just load up that sucker, the, the, oh, yeah. the, you know, and, uh, that was very fond,
0: fond memories. Um, tur- tur- turns out that's why he needed the station wagon to, to haul the drums <laughs> and the cherry Coke. That's it. That's it.
1: You go in and say, say, all right, guys, get the forklift. We we need some cherry Coke. So, yeah. Yeah, I think – so I think you and I could probably – as we talk, we probably could go on another hour or two. But I think that is probably not the – maybe we'll do another Father's Day episode where we'll recount more memories because I know I have at least five or six more on my brain. But we – this is primarily an episode for probably our family. (laughs) So – Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's fair. I will, I will plug something and I'm not, you know, normally you say taught Eric, you have anything to plug. I will say that this last year, and it was a couple months ago, I realized that if you searched, uh, Bill or William Hersey on the internet, there were no, um, articles or anything you could find about him because he kind of existed prior to the ease of the internet, you know, like right. there people, right. like he was on the brink of making a website, but at that point in time, it wasn't like the website would live forever. Um, there, you know, the arc web archives do, don't even pick this stuff up. So right. I decided to write a article kind of explaining, you know, kind of what we talked about today, but very, nit, you know, very brief, you know, talk a little bit about right. his, you know, his life, uh, what he did and um, how that impacted everyone else. So if you are interested in seeing some of his bonsai trees or his drums or some of, uh, you know, Just pictures in general. Um, The easiest probably way is to type in Bill Hersey and then probably type in Eric Hersey afterwards. Um, So you don't get the Bill Hersey, which was a famous Japan um, uh, correspondent who died years ago. So there was he he still dominates the Google search. So if anybody wants to search for Bill Hersey, Eric Hersey, you will find my article um, and probably get to put some of the pictures to the name.
0: Nope. Yep. And it's an it's an excellent write up. Um, and a, a, a fitting memorial uh, for our father. And yeah, I, I agree. We can probably go on for, for far longer than anyone is likely to be interested if your, your last name isn't Hersey or wasn't formerly Hersey. So yeah, we 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 should probably wrap that well, piece up. Well,
1: I think I so. think we'll do it. We'll do a part two at some point in time because I enjoyed it, even if it's a therapeutic. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, putting in writing some of the stuff that we you know we
0: witnessed as our youth. Yep. So th- thank you, Eric, for, for taking the trip down memory lane with me and, and honoring our father on, on Father's Day like this. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, you know, do something nice for your dad. Um, you know, uh, sadly, you know, I, Eric and I can attest they, they, they won't be around forever. And enjoy them while you can. Um, and if you, you're a father, you know, do, something, do some little cool thing for your kids that you know you probably won't think anything of it. it takes you two minutes and you'll forget all about it but it'll it'll be trapped in their memories forever and it'll be a be a wonderful thing so thanks again eric thanks listeners and until next time i hope you all have a good one make some green play-doh thanks for listening to this episode of the todd cast if you have comments questions or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about you can let me know via twitter at cast or email via toddcastpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.